Devin! Uh, yeah, you already know what it is. YKTV, y'all. You know the vibes. You know the vibes. You know the vibes. You know the, you know the, you know the vibes. You know the vibes. You know the vibes. You know the, you know the, you know the vibes. Yeah, yeah, 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 you know the vibes. This is gonna be like episode 10 or something. I'm losing count. I'm doing them so much. I'm tired. Uh, a lot been going on, but once again, uh, I am at a park again, everybody. So if you hear the birds, the bees, uh, the dogs, the kids, I'm at a park. Get outside, enjoy this weather. Uh, but yeah, so today I have an amazing guest. I feel, I feel bad. Your sister's gonna kill me because I didn't say all that. <laughs> so uh, one of my favorite cousins, Keon's gonna kill me because I said that. Um, but yeah, a great cousin of mine, uh, somebody I really admire, a businesswoman. Ooh, Y'all see your Instagram? Y'all see your Instagram out here pushing out these mocktails and cocktails? <laughs> um, oh man, I told everybody what you do now. <laughs> messing, well, you do more than that, but yeah, yeah. that's your business. But um, I have my lovely cousin Shakola here. So what's hey, up, everybody? Shikola? Hey everybody! Thanks, Dev, for having no me. Problem. Really appreciate it. Thank you for coming. I know we talked about this for a while. It's me. I'm awful. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just that it's easy to set it up, but then it's easy. To, it's harder to follow through. Right, life. <laughs> like life. exactly so uh I, once again i do appreciate you taking the time to talk to me today um just to kind of get a little bit of background on you so like where are you from i would say i'm from the dmv area okay uh born in northern virginia raised a little bit in oxen hill then we moved to stafford and okay. after college i went to virginia state shout out okay. to the trojans you and your sister gotta relax Cop <laughs> <Top> and state <laughs> um and then after that i moved to district heights so i've been in district heights maryland now probably for about Ooh, six, seven years. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that's dope. That's what's up. So, uh, I actually sister this question, but which do you like better, D.C., Maryland, or Virginia? I would say Maryland. Virginia, no. I mean, the school systems are probably better mm-hmm. um, once I start having kids and look into that. But um, that traffic, that 95 that traffic, traffic, I can't do crazy. it. Well, Maryland, right where I live in District Heights, I can jump on either Beltway, 495, 295, yeah, 395, and I can be at work in 15 minutes in downtown D.C. That's so crazy. I love it. So I'm going to have to look into that because I live yeah. in Hano. Well, yeah, yeah, that was a hike. You it was saw, a hike. I was like, <laughs> Lord have mercy. He out here. That's like Baltimore. Well, yeah, so that's the cool thing I like about Hanover. So Hanover is maybe about 15 minutes from Baltimore because I used to work in Baltimore. So it was like 15 minutes to get to Baltimore, like the downtown part. And then it's uh, maybe 30 minutes to get to D.C. Okay. So it, like, it's perfect for me. But everybody that comes in, like, I'm not coming out here to see you no more. And maybe that's why nobody comes visits me. Cause it's like, well, it's like it's weird because I was just talking to my friend about that. We yeah. live in PG. And it's like, even though everything is considered Maryland, Baltimore just seems like it's in a whole nother yeah. state. Like, it's a hike. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a hike. It's definitely far. I do agree with you on that one. So, what's like, and I knew I didn't ask, like, this wasn't one of the questions I had written down, but what are some of your favorite things to do out here, like, in Maryland? Um, basically now, well, single stuff, go to different lounges, okay. hookah, You trying to get shows in the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> but now that all my friends now are having kids and are married, yeah. I, most of the time, I just either go to work and then I'm making drinks for people or I keep myself involved. I mean, it was kind of... 
not right, but I do make drinks and I do go to church, so I'm not involved. Right. I mean, because you know the little the Christians, the Christian Christians. Well, this podcast <laughs> isn't for like the super Christian people because right. they probably hate this podcast. <laughs> but yeah, so I tend to I'm reading more okay. and getting to know myself more. Definitely, that's what's up. So, uh, like, what like what do you do for a living? And I know you got two parts, so it's like a two-part question. Right. But I'm a contract specialist by day. Um, I work for the government during the day, and okay. then I'm a bartender in the evening. Okay. Um, but mainly just bartending per- private events. I don't do... I used to work at Dave & Buster's in Capitol okay. Heights and bartend different gigs, but getting off at 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning and then having to be at work at 6, like, it yeah, wasn't working. Crazy. So I gave that up, and now I just do private events, which they actually pay more. Oh, wow. Okay, that's dope. So uh, in... I know you say you do work for the government, but this podcast, you're going straight to the drinking. Yeah, nope. So, you're going fine. straight to the that bartender. That's everybody like to get lit. <laughs> so, what made you get into that field? Um, basically, after college, everybody thinks once you get a degree, it's like, okay, now I can get a job. The job that I thought. And I was working at Sam's, like, oh, yeah. hell no. Like, <laughs> what did I go to school for? Like, this <laughs> is whack. So I was like, okay, I got the apartment in Maryland and was like, I got to do something to make extra money. So I thought about bartending, paid for the school in Arlington. And after that, they just help you get different gigs. And then you kind of just put yourself out there and network. Definitely. That's what's up. That's definitely what's up. So, and just to kind of touch on that, because I literally just talked to your sister about this. Uh, So after college, like, you know, like how everybody kind of stressed, like, man, I need to do this. I need to do that. So what was one of those things like after college? Like what was it like, like that aha moment? They're like, all right, cool. Maybe I don't have to have it all together. I I'm just still learning that. Like to this day, um, yeah, I'm still learning that because I'm like, you think like, okay, you do stuff the right way. You go to high school, then you go to college, mm-hmm. and you meet somebody probably in college, and then you settle down, have yeah. kids. Yeah, none of that works out like that at all. So I'm still learning, um, and I definitely thought, okay, all I need is a four-year degree, and bam, somebody going to give me a job making six figures. Not at all. So it's definitely a stepping stone. I had to work my way up. So right now I'm fortunate to be in the government, but... A lot of people are not as fortunate. You just got to keep trying and never give up. Uh, that's the part where I struggle with. Because, like, yeah. I just graduated. I, I graduated in December, but I just walked Saturday. So, it's like, now it's like, man, now what ne- what's next? And yeah. granted, I just got a brand new job, and I'm super grateful for it. But, like, I've been applying for the government for a while. But it's kind of hard because, like, man, like, all right, another denial letter, another denial letter. I knew it, like, everybody puts Instagram posts, like, oh, you got to keep going, keep getting those denials until you get that one offer. Right. But it's hard. Yeah, and some of it, like, I like to tell people, if you send me your resumes, I'll take a look at it and see. But a lot of the stuff with the government, too, that people don't know, nobody's looking at your resume. It's a machine that's running it looking for keywords. So if your resume don't have those keywords that are normally in the job description, you're not going to get selected for even the interview. So it's kind of like, I don't like to tell, like, go into death and probably shouldn't have it on record. But not fake it till you make it. But to a certain degree, if the jobs say you you got to know how to do Excel, Access, and PowerPoint, you might know how to do all of them except for Access, but nobody really uses that. So you can say you know how to do it and then figure it out. YouTube, nowadays, they can teach you anything. So so fake it till you make it. That's so true. Well, with that being said, I am a psychologist, so if anybody needs... I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> I was like, Kiana going to kill you. Is I knew that lady just get locked up for that. Oh, yeah. Yes, I'm not a psychologist, actually. <laughs> I'm just a normal person. 
So, um, the next part of the interview, well, not interview, I like to just call this a conversation. The next part of the conversation is questions. So, since uh, you are a bartender, I threw in some bartender questions. Okay. And I also threw in some uh, just random questions. So, uh, what responsibilities do you have as a bartender? I would say my main responsibility would be to get the party going, to get people lit. Um, Not necessarily people that drink alcohol, because you have people at parties, too, that don't drink uh, like mm. our cousin Carvel don't drink but they still want to feel like they're fit in and they're with the group yeah. so you can make mocktails and stuff that people like too where it's like okay people think you got a drink in your hand a yeah. alcoholic drink but you don't so I would say mainly making sure the party is lit everybody's having a good time and having fun definitely. but actually watching the crowd and making sure it's safe as well definitely okay I like that so when you say safe like so I went to the club last day I don't do clubs I'm 30 I'm about to be 32 next week. And shout <laughs> hey, out to Gemini. Hey. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, first of all, 30 year olds should not be at clubs. Personal opinion. <laughs> Lounges. You should. But it was a lounge and I was tired okay. at 1 30. Yeah. But, it'd be like that. You got to take naps now. We got. Yeah. Back in the day, we could just go. But now we got to. Uh, we going out? Okay, I got to take a nap. I got to have a get ready. So, uh, even like this morning, I woke up like, yo, my, why my body hurt? All I did was dance to Old Town Road 20 <laughs> times and dance to City Girls and Meg Bones, the Stallion. not like they used to be. I'm like, man, I don't know how Meg a big old freak because I'm yeah. tired. <laughs> I'm tired. But, uh, yeah, I mean. Like, so, you, or could you say safety with the whole safety mm-hmm. thing with the drink? So, how do you know, like, say, for instance, like, a couple of people that I saw at the club, they were, like, really, you could tell they were really, really drunk. Mm-hmm. And, like, and you know, like, how when people, they get that carriage and they start drinking, they start, like, being, like, aggressive towards women and stuff like that. How do you tell somebody, all right, that's, a, that's it, that's your limit? I mean, I would say a lot of the clubs out here, they don't really care because yeah. they have bouncers and security. That's so, true. act a fool if you want to. All they care about is your money, and they're going to keep taking it. That's true. But... For me, when I'm at weddings or private events, I'll assess the situation, so to speak, and look at people. If I see, okay, mm-hmm. your eyes getting red, you staggering to get to the bar, or you being aggressive, because that's part of my job, too. I would say, well, anybody's job, even if you're not a bartender, everywhere you go out in public nowadays, you got to keep your head on the swivel. Mm-hmm. Um, but... I would, no, normally I just be like let's get a drink of water first okay. and then I'll make you a drink and if they really not feeling that have them if once you're drunk you can't even taste the liquor you just want to know that you have something in yeah. your hand so I might put a little bit of alcohol like a drip, a drip. and then the rest of it be straight juice and they don't even know <laughs> but I'm like alright you want to keep drinking juice or sometimes I'll throw in water and okay. they don't even know either that's slick I yeah, like that so it's, that's slick. it's ways around it because sometimes you do have people like no, I don't want to drink water. I do want another drink. All right, I got you. You got it. You got Straight it. <laughs> ginger ale, my man. <laughs> <laughs> you definitely finessing them, man. So we gotta find out what bar you work at so we can get our money back. <laughs> we want refunds all 2019. Say like, nah. no. Nah, I, I appreciate that because that's dope. Because a lot of people probably be like, whatever. Like, it ain't my yeah, problem. No, but safety. Because not only that, as a bartender, it's your responsibility. When they leave in weddings and mm-hmm. different events and venues, if they get in an accident, they're gonna want to know like, where did oh, you come yeah. from and who was the bot? Like they want to know questions like that, and I'm not. I got too much to lose Definitely. out here. That's a good point. I respect that. So uh, that actually kind of just went into my second question I had, but it's cool because it kind of like flowed. Mm-hmm. So my second question was: Imagine a drunk customer has um, is coming to the bar asking for another drink, but you're too drunk. So you kind of already answered that. So thank you for covering two questions. <laughs> <laughs> my next question is, uh, and I was checking out your Instagram page. So you have amazing drink names, like creations. Um, mm-hmm. Like you created them yourself, right? 
kind of with the help of my sister because she's okay. a creative artsy one. Gotcha. I didn't get that gene, <laughs> so I'll most of the time I do it off of the color, okay, or the taste. Um, okay. I do that too. Um, I think I just did a new one. I have I didn't even put it on my Instagram yet. Mm. But my little cousin went to prom okay. last week, and her mom wanted drinks for the people that were at the house. Yeah. And she doesn't drink. She only drinks Moscato. She don't drink liquor. Okay. So I had made a special cocktail for her. Okay. And I would just be mixing stuff when I'm Listen, at home okay. and bored. I just mix stuff. And I was like, oh, this one is good. So I'm going to call it Pink Lady because it was pink and it was fruity. Oh, that's nice. And it was Moscato. Okay. So it was a lady drink. So oh, that one is Pink well, Lady. Time I drink Moscato. Yeah, no, but it was. <laughs> I mean, cause, yeah, it's a lot of men that like the fruity drinks too. But that one, since I was making it for her i was like okay let's call this one pink lady and i I just go with the flow and what sounds nice and i do believe in not recreating the wheel if you go on youtube Mm -hmm. a tipsy bartender has stuff of course don't steal their recipes and their drinks make it your own but you don't have to start from scratch like people already invented this stuff we just got to be creative and put our touch on it that's definitely true well I did some research with the Henny Punch. Mm-hmm. First of all, why do people like Hennessy so much? It's gross. I, I, okay, so a lot of my African American people out there <laughs> like, are about to, uh, I didn't want to call them niggas, but <laughs> they're not going to like this statement. And yes, I'm a bartender. Yes, I'm an African American female, even though a lot of people think I'm Mexican. Um, but I think Henny is nigga juice. I'm sorry. Yeah. Just because a celebrity put, even with the rock, when a celebrity gets an alcohol and they're the brand ambassador for that alcohol it's like it takes off so rock was not doing that well until diddy put his name that's on true. it and the same thing with hennessy like like let the rapper hold it and now everybody yeah, is hennessy so and it's other liquors out there that taste better in my opinion um hennessy is okay i'm personally not a dark drinker but if that's what the people want, I give the people what they want. <laughs> gotcha. But I, I, you will hear me uh, call it sometimes when people ask for it. People that I know, of course, if it's a new customer or something, I'm not going to be ignorant with it. But I will be like, oh, you want nigga juice? Like, oh, all right, okay. Because <laughs> Hennessy is gross. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't drink Hennessy because, yeah. first of all, it's too expensive. And I'm not, like, really a drinker. I don't like the yeah. taste of liquor. Do you say so you're like my brother, and that's why I like to make, like, the fruity drinks or punches, rum yeah. punch, okay. where it's like, you don't, re- I, that's that's the type of drinker I am. I want to get lit, but I don't want to taste my liquor going down. Like, yeah. it's not, it doesn't it's taste really good. It's really nasty. I don't yeah. know how people do it. Like, people take shots, I'm like, bro, why are you taking shots of Fireball? Yeah, no. I don't want shots of Listerine. I'm old. I'm like, old. The <laughs> shots are not for me no more. I do not like uh, any I don't like fireball. Pretty, I don't like any of that. Like it, it, it has to be like something smooth. So I don't you know. Would I don't really wanna... like tequila. Yeah, let's go with yes. Because I don't. <laughs> you just you would need a smooth a smooth alcohol where it's like okay, it'll get you where you need to be, but it doesn't have that strong effect when you're drinking it. Gotcha. That makes sense. Well, maybe I'll look into uh, mocktails. Don't, I was trying to say, oh, mocktails, yes, yes. <laughs> my mom, my mom's not really a drinker either, but she, I noticed when I made the rum punch and stuff, she, she'll she get a little buzz off of that. Okay. And that's because it's a good drink that tastes as good, and you, the liquor kind of sneak up on you a little later. Gotcha. You, I mean, I just want to make sure I'm home. No, but my mom. Oh, yeah, she's that's like, true. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> my mom. <laughs> I just want to make sure I can go straight to sleep yeah, when no, I... I'm not, Put no THC and no hey, CBD hey. and that. Y'all be talking something like I'm joking. I <laughs> no. do not smoke anybody or do anything of that nature. I'm no. shout out to my church friends. You know, <laughs> right. hopefully you're still listening. I wish you give a shout out, but I'm not gonna put my church out. There. <laughs> well, they, I see my church every week. So shout out to I5 to the A. But um, all right, cool. So uh, 
My next question is, what do you wish you had known when you first started out? Um, mainly, you can't please everybody. Okay. Um, and that's just in life. It's definitely with bartending, but that's just in life in general. Uh, with bartending, you'll have events where people be like, oh, your price is too high. So-and-so had it for cheaper. Okay, well, go to them. Like, <laughs> I know my worth. I'm not about to. No, 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 no. Yeah. And you're not getting my auntie, cousin, or friend of a friend discount. Like, no. Yeah. So, definitely know your worth. And you can't please everybody because you'll also have people that will come up to your bar and be like, oh, this drink is too weak. Okay. Like, well, you're not you're not about to get the whole bottle. Yeah. Like, what are you expecting? <laughs> like, so, it's, yeah, certain people, you can't please everybody. Definitely. Okay, that's dope. I respect that. Um, and then my next question is kind of going away from the bartender's uh, aspect of life. So, what's one piece of advice you wish you can give your younger self? Um, I would definitely say to my younger self do whatever you want to do mm-hmm. stop trying to plan your life because Definitely. it is never going to go the way you plan it um like i said earlier you think like okay well females anyway i don't know if guys think like this but you think okay go do the right thing don't get pregnant in college because your parents gonna kill you yeah. finish college meet the right person you'll get the job you'll get the kids you'll get the try like it's a happily ever after and yeah. it don't be like that Definitely. so in my field i'm in contracting with the government but i actually started in nursing so my degree is in biology oh wow um and i wanted to be a doctor but then i was like oh doctors they work weekends they be on call i'm gonna have a family i want to be a soccer mom like now i'm not doing that because i want to be monday through friday and now i'm about to be 32 still single out here and it's not like so just live your life stop trying to plan it according to what you think your life is going to be and just live Definitely, I like that a lot, um, because that's something I do, and I know you said I might be a little feminine. No, I'm joking. I'm no, because a lot of guys might do the same thing too, because you think, especially in our generation, dating is it's hard. Hard. Yeah, I mean, and I don't know, like. I will say, like, as far as, like, getting a female pregnant in college, that was one of my biggest fears. But I still didn't win no rubbers because I'm, I'm baptized. Oh, my God. So. Jesus. <laughs> I'm, I'm blessed and highly favored. So, <laughs> right. God knew I wasn't ready for that. <laughs> but, um, nah, but on a serious note, it's like, that is something I, like, I kind of plan for. And being 30 now, it's like, man, I don't have a wife. I don't have any children. I don't have that house. And it's great. It's stuff I still want to, like, still on my goal list, my vision board. Was like, man, this is what I plan my life to be at right. thirty. I plan to be have be married with at least two kids. Right, exactly. Yeah. Me too. And yeah. it's like it don't work out like that. But I'm yeah. starting to realize as you get older, you're still going through life lessons. So God isn't ready for you to get to that point in your life yet. Definitely, I respect that. And just to kind of like talk about God, like, and I know you say you you, you do church as well. So, yep. And I, shout out to Zion. Hey. <laughs> so what's one thing that kind of keeps you like in like stand, standing still in your faith? So like especially I know as a part as a bartender you probably get a lot of hate when people like are uh, just like even like people probably think you kind of like mix it up with the whole like they don't think it's possible. Well, what's one thing that keeps you in, in like strong in your faith? Mainly, when I look back, like everybody has to do self evaluation mm-hmm. and just look back over your life. And once you look back over your life, a lot of stuff that you've been through and even stuff that you're going through now you wouldn't have made it through it if it wasn't for God. So that's that's my main thing. And it's like I have some friends that have been depressed or um, suicidal, bipolar, all of that. And I'm just like, when you have your faith and you have something to look forward to, it, it helps. Definitely. And with me, prayer. Because I get depressed at times when life isn't going the way I want it to go. 
and sometimes I'll be at home and you might shed a tear or two yeah. and pray on it and keep it moving. You got to keep pushing. I just learned that in church. Keep pushing. Pray until something happens. Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. I'm going to actually get that tattooed on my neck. <laughs> no, I do like that, though. Because, I mean, sometimes I do, like, I used to kind of be transparent. I get depressed sometimes, too. Like, I was talking to your sister, like, when it came to graduation, I was scared, and, but I was happy at the same time. Right. It's like, man, now it's like it's no more excuses. No more. Right. Oh, well, I'm just working the cost on the job because I until I finish this. It's no more excuses. Then it's like you got that degree. And I understand degrees don't fix all your problems, but uh, sometimes I get so worked up, I forget to pray. But yeah, I don't forget to watch basketball games. Exactly. I don't forget to. And actually, one of my mentors from church, Barry, he always told me he's like. As much time you put into watching TV and talking to other people, um, that's uh, you can definitely take that time to talk to God. Right. And then exactly. also, I was in my mind, I thought that I had to come to God like with some like a T.I. vocabulary, like God, I want to expeditiously bless right. him. Like <laughs> it's like you just talk to God like one of your homeboys right, that you exactly. respect, exactly. and it's like. Well, God, I'm struggling with this. Can you help me out? And stuff like that. So I appreciate, like, the praying until something happens. Because sometimes you get, I get so worked up, I don't even pray. It's like, all right, whatever. Yeah, and I'll be in the car and just start praying at the light randomly. I'll just be thinking, like, because, you know, you'll get depressed. Depression don't just happen when you're at home by yourself. It can happen when you're in the car thinking about That's stuff. That's so true. It, it happens to me everywhere. And as soon as I feel like a negative thought, I'll just start talking to God. That's that's dope. I like that. I'm going to definitely take that. Because usually I'll be like, man, F this. I'm about right. to walk off this job. Not my new job. I love but people, new be, people actually be talking to God and not really noticing. Because you'll true. be somewhere and you'll be like, Jesus Christ. Like, come on, young. Like, <laughs> and and you indirectly, but you, you doing. Just keep going. Definitely. That was your phone? Yeah, Okay, sorry. Sorry. No, you're fine. All right, sweet. Well, that's dope for sure. So thank you for that. I'm pretty sure that's going to help out a lot of people too. Most definitely. So, uh, my next uh, post, so I don't know, for, you looked over the questions, okay, if mm -hmm. I asked about this. Mm -hmm. All right, so honestly, I don't know too much about it, and you don't have to pronounce the word for me. Okay, endometriosis? So, yes. And I'm going to actually need you to pronounce it again. In, okay. So, it's endro. Endo. Endo. Metriosis. Metriosis. Mm -hmm. All right, so the next po post is called, well, the next question I have, I, I do this thing called Instagram. Well, it's really started with Twitter explains it all. Because I go to somebody's Twitter page and I see what they post. Um, you don't have a Twitter or mm -hmm. you don't post. Okay. So uh, I went to your Instagram page because okay. it's always good stuff to find on people's social media. Right. You can tell a lot about somebody from their social That's so media. True. <laughs> so you posted a picture about endometriosis mm -hmm. awareness. Um, so what can we do to help bring awareness to this and how has it affected you? Uh, basically, for all the people that don't know what it is, it's a disease that mainly affects females. Um, and it's basically when you have your cycle every month, instead of bleeding out like most females do, we bleed internally. Oh, wow. So it causes a lot of scar tissue, um, and the scar tissue attaches to the rest of your organs, your reproductive organs, um, in my case, my stomach, my bladder, and other places. So then every month when I have my cycle, it's painful because oh, I'm wow. bleeding internally. Sorry. So, um, but a lot of people have it. And it goes misdiagnosed because you can only be diagnosed um, with endometriosis through surgery. Okay. So I was having really bad pain and my doctor um, was like, oh, I think you have a cyst. And then when she went in for surgery, she was like, oh, no, you have stage four endometriosis. Oh, wow. Um, so after that, because I have my cousins and stuff and they have really bad cycles and periods too. And most females were taught like, oh, you're strong. It's normal. Yeah. It's just your period. And no, having a really painful period is not normal. Right. Um, so definitely go see your doctor if you think that you're having painful periods. And it's to the point where you're in tears and you can't wow. move. Like, that's not normal. Mm -hmm. Um 
But basically, a lot of female ha- uh, females out there have it and don't know. Definitely. So definitely check in with your doctors. Um, endo days are typically on Thursdays. We wear yellow for endometriosis. Okay. And then every month, the last Saturday in March is when we have endometriosis awareness events around the world. Um, so this last March, we had the one in D.C. I plan on going this March coming up next year to the one in San Francisco. Um, but they have them in Africa, Australia. They're all around the world on the same day, um, the last Saturday in March every year. Okay. Definitely. But just get the word out to your friends, your female friends, everybody else, um, Instagram. They have endo pages, support okay. And just raise awareness that way because it's a, it's a disease that a lot of people don't know about. I honestly had no idea. Yeah. And I've been your cousin for 30, well, I'm yeah. 30, so yeah, for 30 yeah. years, I had no idea. So, I mean, and I guess, uh, well, I'm definitely, whatever I can do to help support, I definitely want to help. Right. So that's why I even I wanted to bring awareness to the podcast because, like I said, I didn't know anything. I literally, when I seen you post it, I'm like, what is that? Because yeah. I didn't know that I seen like a picture of a vagina. I was like, this is freaky. I can't look at this. <laughs> and then I, I read the symptoms. I'm like, whoa, this is yeah, deep. And, so. and next March, I yeah. could definitely come back and do another one specifically on endometriosis and helping other women. Yeah, that, that would be really amazing. So I really would appreciate it. Definitely. That. I try to be an advocate for people. At first, it was like I didn't really want nobody to know. But yeah. I'm learning as I get older, too. That's my testimony. It is me. You can't change your life. Definitely. So give it out there so you can help other people and it's just being real when you're real with other people they can feel it it's genuine energy that's so true that's so true all right cool well thank you so much for that information like i said i definitely want to spread awareness as much as possible um so the next part of the segment is a lot of people love it a lot of people hate it it's a game called truth to truth um for people that aren't familiar uh, it's like truth or dare Uh, it's just no dare so you got i asked you a question you got to tell me the truth you ask me a question i got to tell you the truth all right so um I'm going to be honest, I didn't come prepared with a question. No problem. So, I, I kind of did a little bit, right, maybe. So if you, I didn't want to get too ratchet. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> mm, let's keep it PG. Yeah, my grandma listens to it. Let's yeah, shout out to exactly. grandma for you know? right. <laughs> All right, so did you want to go first? I mean, I, yeah, I, I can. I got a question you, now. But oh, go ahead. All right, cool. So truth or truth? Okay. No, you gotta say truth. Truth or truth? <laughs> you gotta answer truth. Truth, truth. Okay. Uh, I was like, huh? Everybody always okay. gets that. Like, all right, let's go. <laughs> all right, so just to start from the top, so truth or truth? Truth. All right, perfect. So I know you talked about being single. Mm-hmm. So what is the hardest part about being single in today's society? Um, for me, the hardest part is thinking, like, like damn, I'm be single forever out this joint. Like yeah. I'm gonna be the old lady with the cats and shit. Like that's you like cats. No, I hate them. That's why I'm like, what am I gonna do? I'm gonna just be by myself. Um, but that and just finding somebody that genuinely gets you because dating, like I said, is hard and most people, it's a game for them. Yeah. Definitely. Maybe he's married already, and you gotta go get your king, sis. No, 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 no. Do not listen I'm to joking. him. I'm joking. How you get them is how you lose them. No, no. Oh wow, that, that's deep. I gotta, I gotta do, do some reevaluating with my wife. Like, Swiss Beast, you lied to me. It's like, <laughs> right, exactly. It's working for them right now. <laughs> All right, so um, you got a question for me? Um, yes, if you could go I travel to anywhere. Truth truth. Oh, Sorry. truth or truth? <laughs> truth. Okay, so if you could go anywhere, anywhere in the world, like travel any place, where would it be and why? You know what's weird? Like lately, I've been on like this Africa kick. Really? My yeah. sister is too, and I'm like, maybe I'm not black, because I'm like one of the few <laughs> black <Mexican>. people. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> I'm like one of the few black people that's not pressed to go to Africa. 
Well, you but know, it could be because of the stereotype. I'm thinking it's going to be hot as crap. Yeah. And it's Animals just, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. no, thank you. No, I, that's kind of how I thought about it, too. But then, like, as I, like, watch everything going on in the media and I just, like, watch how everything is, like, unfolding, I want to know where I came from. And right. granted, I know I didn't specifically came from my great, 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 great ancestors. ancestors was there. And I just want to see, like, how it, like, how it is. Even though I'm pretty sure it changed a lot since, you know, how right. it was before. But just to go back home in a sense. And I know, right. like, technically that's not my home, but I'm African-American. Right. Like, I want to go back to Africa. Still the motherland. The mo- yeah, right. exactly. Like, yeah. So I just want to see how it is and kind of just get a get a feel for it and see, like, what they, what they're going through. I'm pretty sure they still need help out right, there. Right, exactly. And stuff like that. And I see how Akon be going hard for his town. Yeah. I'm like, yo, it must be something special out there. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think it would definitely be a, Well, anywhere you travel in the world that's not the United States, in my opinion, is a humbling experience. Definitely. Because they're definitely not living. Most of the places that you'll travel to is not how we live over here. So definitely. it's definitely a humbling experience. Okay. Definitely. I like that. So... Truth or truth? Truth. Alright, so if you are of course bartending, you're at the scene and it's kinda it's kinda like people are there but it's like nobody's really dancing, nobody's really like doing anything. And maybe the DJ's whack that night. What's the one song you gonna tell the DJ to play that you know is gonna get the club moving? A lot. Uh or maybe like top five if you can do five. I mean, it's hard because today's generation is like huge okay, Beehive true. fans, and I'm oh, not yeah. really a Beyonce fan. Don't kill me. Oh, the Beehive is gonna kill yeah, you. Yeah, I know. I Sorry, stand. guys. I'm not. I don't. I mean, her songs are okay, but like, um, like that new one she just redid. Before I let go. Yeah, they I played that last night. It went exactly. Crazy. So I would play songs that I know people will probably like the uh what is it the old town rodeo oh yeah, oh, yeah. The, little Nas X, yes yeah. that one i'm old so please forgive me um <laughs> but songs that i'm like normally hearing on the radio and stuff mainly the dancing songs where okay. they're dancing and With different banana? I don't know about that. That might reach <laughs> our generation. Or it depends on the crowd. If there's okay. an older crowd, play songs that I, like back in Virginia State days, mm-hmm. like 2008, 2007, where we were jamming to. Because that's like old school, but it's still yeah. where they're like, oh, I remember this song. And then they up and kind of live again. Yeah. And when all those fails, everybody do shots. Let's go. Hey. And by the way, you're Mexican. <laughs> the first song that came to my mind was Back That Thing Up. Because always get the cloud crowd jumping. <laughs> well, I was thinking more so like today's generation. Because if you play that, like, for if I play that for my 18 year old cousin, she would be like, back that thing up. Like, she don't know. She ain't black, man. She Mexican <laughs> just like you. <laughs> nah, but I definitely understand that. All right, so, uh, perfect. So, what's the. Okay, so truth or truth? Truth. Um, you asked me this earlier, so I wanted to ask you. What would you tell your younger self? That's tough. Um, I guess the, the, I'll tell my younger self just to ease up on myself. I take things really, really hard. Like when, like even when I took a break from college, I'm like, man, I'm a failure. I can't believe I had to take a break. Or um, I guess this, like, this is like kind of two answers. But the, so ease up on myself. Don't be so hard on myself. And the other thing is, don't stop what you're doing. Like once you set a goal for yourself, even though you might have to take breaks, just don't stop. Stay focused on that goal. And just you'll get there. Mm-hmm. So you know, ease up on myself and just stay focused. Oh, okay. And honestly, that's about it. Like, 
I mean, I probably would have told myself not to go to college the first time because I was I knew I wasn't ready. I just didn't want to work anymore. My mother's <laughs> well, gonna kill was me. He was honest. You were yeah. honest. <laughs> and honestly, I love the social part of college the first time. Yeah, yes. that's why I would recommend anybody. I mean, commun- I'm not knocking community college, but definitely going away or going to like a four year college. The experience you get. Shout out to the HBCUs. Hey. You would never get that at any other college so or university. It is a great experience. That's so true. I definitely uh, appreciate my HBCU experience. That kind of introduced me to like my blackness too, in a sense. Exactly. Because I like, just growing like, of course, I grew up like in the suburbs, and I had black. I went to school with black people and stuff like that. But it's just it's just different because like you you got to go to the cafeteria with black people. You got to have a black roommate. It's like man, like I can't believe he really taking my socks. I can't believe he's I mean, using my lotion. Mine was- Using my brush and my con, I was oh, like, I "Hold up, like no, me neither." <laughs> don't me neither. Yeah, I don't like but that. But it, it's because we, you also get to experience other people. Um, like I know at Virginia State, I'm not sure how it was for you, but we had like the DC crew, and then it was yeah. the Baltimore, and then the Jersey crew. It was like different crews. Um, but you experience everybody else's culture, and like the so people true. from. Uh, Norfolk area We just call all of them 757 people Like <laughs> okay, The Norfolk cool. and Hampton And okay. those are all people From 757 But it's just learning Different cultures And experience Yo, that's- But you're still among And that's why I was like It's not It's sad Because a lot of times You go places and black people are always fighting in clubs yeah. and stuff, and we get a bad stereotype. But if you step foot on HBCU, it's, it's all, all love. love. And don't let them play swag, sir. Right. Everybody got their own run each other. Exactly. <laughs> right. So that's definitely dope, though. So uh, truth to truth. Truth. Um, what are your biggest fears about once you do get a husband? Like as, as like when you like start building your family, oh, what's God. your biggest fear <laughs> of, of like? Once that happens, like like maybe you don't think you'll be like ready to be a mother. You don't think you're ready to be like a a, a wife. Like, what's your biggest fear? Okay, so definitely this one is kind of crazy. Oh God, if grandma listened to that. Well, no, I mean it's real. At the end of the day, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely ready to be a wife. Ready to be a mother. Not really sure um about how to be a wife since I'm not in that role. Mm-hmm. Um, but I definitely live with somebody already, so okay. um I kind of know. Um, but I definitely would do premarital counseling ahead of time. I feel like that's a must. But my biggest fear would be coming home from work and catching my man in bed with another man. That has always um, been. Another man? Yeah. Well, I'm grandma kill always... you for that. <laughs> no, but just like, people going to be like, what? I'm like, oh, my grandfather. <laughs> <laughs> but that has always been my biggest fear. Like, oh, yeah, catching my yeah. mate. I mean, cheating in general. But with another man, it's like, you can't even compete with that. Like, what, is, what am I going to do with this? Yeah, like, you got to get you a strap right. <laughs> That's only option. Absolutely not. Got to go. <laughs> So it makes me like really nervous now, even with dating. Like if I see, cause some men, a lot of men now are like Metro. Yeah. So it's like, if I see like you got the flick of the wrist or yeah. something, I'm just like, oh no. <laughs> no, as I was dating one guy, probably like a month last month. And it was just, I was getting old types of like fish oh, no. vibes. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I don't think this is going to work. And he was straight, but I was just like, no, my fear is clicking in. Like, yeah. nope, <laughs> next. You follow the signs. <laughs> right, next. <laughs> when city girls come on, he's talking right. about stripes on his, <laughs> you got to stop. <laughs> yeah, I think I think what did it, we had went to a bar and something happened. And he was like, girl, let me tell you. And I said, nope. You know what's weird? Because guys really be playing gay, though. And then, like, then, they, then they get mad with <laughs> Uh, I thought you were talking about me. I'm like, Gee. no, no, no. We have another cousin. <laughs> but I mean, I, and don't get me wrong. I'm not gonna act like I'm innocent. I do. Pl- 
play like with my family and friends yeah. like that. But it's like when you with your girl, you're not supposed to act like that. Like when you around family and friends, cool. Because we but, know, yeah, your yeah. family knows. Like oh, he's just playing or whatever. But yeah. when you out in public, people don't know. And even with you, like when you're out with your significant other, you're a representation of that exactly. person. So like even at the bar when he was like girl and he oh, was no. moving his neck and stuff, the other black man at the bar was like oh, shawty. No. <laughs> Like, y'all must be friends. Like, yeah. so it would just make me real uncomfortable, and I was like, okay, no, nah, this is this is done. No, nah, I definitely respect that. So, um, and then of course you got the last question for me. Yes. So, yeah. truth or truth? <laughs> truth. What inspires you to keep going and not giving up? Uh, I would say family. Okay. Uh, just because I mean, the family that you want, like a wife and kids, or like your. I think actually that's great because I wasn't thinking about oh. family, but I think that too. Like I want to have a family. I want to have a, a, the career I love. I want to have. I want to make my family proud that I already have. I want to make sure that um, myself am happy, and I also just believe in God that God's going to make things happen for me. So that's kind of like whenever I'm feeling stressed. Granted, like I said, I don't pray as much as I should, but whenever I'm stressed, I'm like, Oh God, like come on, make a way. I know you will. Right. Or even like every situation I've ever been in, like. Just to be transparent with Lincoln, they did layoffs. I got laid, let off my job, and I ain't have a job. And like literally the same day they gave me, they let me, what well, they they let me go, was the same day I got an email from a, my next company that I worked at asking me to do a a, a phone interview, and I ended up getting, working there like maybe a couple weeks later. Right. So it's like everything kind of just works. It, like his, his plan is perfect. Right. One like, door one door closes and another exactly. one opens. Right on time. And and I know at the end of the day his plan is always gonna work out in my favor. So I don't really stress over like I grant I take that back. I do stress. I stress over bills. I stress yeah, over. Yeah, we can't help that. We, <laughs> but I do know at the end of the day I won't be taken care of. I'm gonna be straight because right. I always have been. Because like a family. Well, I got golfers. I got family. I got friends that not gonna let me not gonna let me fail. Right, exactly, so, yeah. exactly. So that kind of just keeps me pushing too, though. Just knowing that I already got that support system. Like it's like going to the pool. Somebody, okay, if I have a life jacket on, push me wherever you want. I know I'm gonna be good. I don't know about that. Don't put well, me you in no water. I can't, I can't swim. Don't you do it. You know how to swim. Oh, that's nah, racist. Nah, I take that back. I'm not a wet back. No, don't. Jesus Christ. We're going to edit this podcast <laughs> But no, um, I definitely appreciate you taking the time to talk to me today. Um, great truth for truth questions, by the way. Yeah. So you were saying, real quick, mm-hmm. um, you know you have a strong support system, so that's what pushes you to go. But what would you say to other people that don't necessarily have anybody? Um, well, well, hopefully they listen to the week before this podcast. <laughs> talk to a therapist. <laughs> I mean, just talk to. I mean, I really do believe I, myself. I want to talk to a therapist because I do have a lot of like father issues. I have a lot of uh, just feeling like I'm not good enough issues. I think talking to a therapist will help me out, and um, it will also put me just in a better mental space. Right. So. Uh, but if they didn't have anybody per se, I would say definitely once again talk to a therapist. Uh, go to a, go to church, and I know. And if you don't believe in church, just find something that you believe in that you're passionate about. Right. Whether it's what you want to go Muslim, it's so many religious beliefs out here. You can do anything. You want right. to do Scientology, G, whatever. That's your thing. But find something that keeps you going. Find like, and that's my faith in God keeps me going. Like I remember, like I said, when I got let go, I went to church that next week. I literally, my mother don't even know this. I was, I had a bottle of liquor in my house. And I'm like, you know, I'm going to just drink this bottle. So I had like a little get together with my friends and they left the bottle. So I'm, I'm going to just drink this bottle, 
eat some chicken and watch the game and just chill. And I, I opened up the bottle and the smell made me nauseous. <laughs> that was God. Look at God. Look at God. Look. So Don't I got. He, do it. he definitely did it because I was threw up. So uh, I opened up uh, Yelp because I Yelp everything. And then I typed in church and I seen I5 City pop up and it was a moon bounce. Okay. I'm like, yo, a church with a moon bounce on lit. So <laughs> I ended up going. I checked it out the next day and then I met a friend from college there and she was like, you came by yourself? So I'm like, yeah. She's like, sit with me. And it was like, man, it was like they took me in like as family. And like, even though granted, I still had my family. It's nothing better than having, like, my pastor said, you can't do life alone. Right. My, my mother's married. I don't want to bother her with all my problems. My cousins are busy. I don't want to bother them with all my problems. And uh, and everybody got their own problems too. Right. So it's always good just to have somebody pray for you and somebody be there for you. So I would say find a good church home if that's what you're into. Find something that keeps you motivated. Find people and stop hanging around people that like drain you. Exactly, that sucked the energy out yes. of you. Yes. It's like, it's no way you're going to get to that next level if you keep hanging around people yeah. that take you and keeping you stuck at that same level. Exactly. You, you outgrow people at some point. Exactly. And, like, I think I was reading something the other day. It was like, some people are planted where it's like, if you, you just take them out, they're done. But, like, a tree is rooted, so it's underneath the ground, so they're connected to somebody else. So that tree might be connected to that tree, and they, they hold each other up. So, like, we can't, we can't just plant ourselves like this flower in a vase if right. I push it over it's going to be done right but if I stay planted underneath the ground with people and build real relationships with them I'll be good right so just yeah build real relationships with people and stop like these right. fake I'm not don't get me wrong you can be friends with people on social media but everybody on social media ain't your friend right. so stop telling social media all your business right because they're using it against you <laughs> definitely oh girl that's ain't even her car for real like we good so yeah I just did that gay thing right right but it's cool I know yeah. what you meant I know what you meant well um well yeah man, I definitely appreciate you coming on the podcast thank you um, for having me thanks uh, a lot and thank you for explaining endometriosis yep so, got it thank you so, <laughs> i practiced that one so <laughs> thank you for um, explaining that uh, um if there's anything we can do to help out just send it over to me and i'm gonna have you on next month march uh, march for the endo but oh, I can come back. Year. Yeah, yeah. March is endometriosis okay. uh, awareness month. Okay, perfect. But if you want to have me come back, I love conversations. We yeah, can talk about anything. I do want to have a conversation about that because I do think that some women probably do experience that and they have no idea. Exactly. So I do want to do that as well. Um, so if you can come back, uh, maybe like let's do something next month. You just give some information about okay. that. That would be great. Um, but yeah, uh, you want to plug your social media? I know you do. Um, uh, you cocktails. guys can follow me, Cocktails by Cola, on Instagram, also on Facebook. Okay. Uh, hit me up for your events. I make cocktails to go, um, cocktails, mocktails, anything you want, growlers, personalized. You just growlers. try and get growlers. Are um, most people use growlers for beer? Okay. Um, but it's basically half gallons, but okay. they're glass. Gotcha. Um, but anything you want for your events, or if you're just in the house with the boo, Valentine's Day, all events, happy birthdays, whatever, you want to yeah. get lit, hit me up. Be scared to have babies. We right. just saying that. <laughs> well, a lot of people ain't listening to R. Kelly no more. Hey. So. <laughs> well, we need that Henny Punch to make them babies. I don't know about the Henny Punch. <laughs> Y'all might use that. We need that, that pink but, lady. Right. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so any other last words before I close out the podcast? No, all the single men, hit me up. Shakola Waters, Instagram, <laughs> a single ready to mingle. Shoot your shot. Don't really want to go to Baltimore, but if you out there, hey, I will travel. God will send me <laughs> on the road. <laughs> I got a PG fan base, you know. I might, I might set this up. Let me post it and we'll see what happens, okay? <laughs> but, yeah, shout out to Devin. Thanks for Thank having you. me again. You know, yeah, you know the vibes. Yeah, you know the vibes. Yo, like I always say, man, Make sure y'all live life to the fullest and you know the vibes. You know the vibes. You know the vibes. You know the vibes.
the vibe. 